Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my first impressions of Borderlands 3. There's a lot of good, there's some bad, and I want to get a video out about this. I haven't even finished the full game yet, but I wanted to make this. This will be a spoiler-free video, so if you don't want spoilers, don't worry. I will not be getting in anything that will spoil this story for you, but I want to give you these impressions before you may dive in or play. It might help you in your journey as well. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. The link below will take to my stream i'm usually live when these hit as always hitting like and subscribe helps me out so again no spoilers here but i wanted to get this video out because there is some good but there is man there is some bad stuff in here that could really frustrate you i'm gonna try and help you navigate around it i'm also hoping that gearbox can push out some patches to deal with some of the things i'm going to talk about in this video most of what i have to say is good though so keep in mind i'm not i'm not ragging on borderlands 3 it's my favorite franchise i started streaming with this game i've been waiting for this game for like seven years so first i'm going to talk about the gameplay okay I'm just going to talk about the gameplay. I'm, I'm at around level 20 on my highest character. I've played co-op with my wife up to level 16. Uh, so I'm going to talk about gameplay, uh, both co-op and by myself. Then I'm going to talk about the graphics. And then I'm going to end by talking about replayability. Um, because I do think there are some issues with the early game that may hurt replayability. So I'm hoping they could make some changes. So first and foremost, let's talk about the gameplay. Out of the gate, I've got mostly almost only good things to say about the gameplay itself. The combat is very satisfying. It feels better than any Borderlands up to this point. You're going to go back to old Borderlands games and they're not going to feel as good as this. They did a lot for the gun handling, the sliding, the movements. Everything feels punchy and impactful. There's a very, very like... I don't know. Punchy is the word I keep coming back to. There is something about this game. The, sa- the audio sounds so good in the gameplay. All the different gun sounds. Uh, the way the enemies react to being shot by certain you know, certain things like shotguns knocking them down or making them fly up in the air on, on some of the low grab areas. Um, the sliding adds a really, really good feel to the game. The momentum, the forward momentum, the forward mobility feels really good. Borderlands 1 was probably the worst in the series with respect to this one aspect always needing to backpedal you would just enemies would kite on a line and you just back up back up back up back up back it up Terry like that's all you would be doing in Borderlands 1 Borderlands 2 is a little bit better about face tanking you could kind of just kind of stand there and take it but in Borderlands 3 I feel like there's a more rambunctious nature to the combat. I can move. Um, abilities seem to show up a little bit more often. There's some. Th- th- this isn't so much as what it was in the past Borderlands, where it's it's guns, 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 and then you're super, and then guns, 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 guns. There's a lot more interspersal of your abilities and the things that you can do to kind of keep things flowing. I really feel the combat is highly evolved from previous Borderlands games. And the weapons have so much diversity, the different firing modes, the different styles. Uh, every time I try out a new weapon and I, you know, I fiddle with it, I love how different it changes my gameplay. Uh, just an example is a gun that has normal bullets or it can shoot a, a taser on the ground and that has a refresh. So you go to your alternate fire mode, you can like put that on the ground. It changes the way I play and then I get guns with like smart bullets or you know, I can change from corrosive to, to, to solar. The, the depth on the weapons um, is a great, great positive thing, okay? However, the early content loop is really, really sort of, I think, ha- like, dampered by or hurt by, it's held back by, really bad pacing and scaling. This is a problem in Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel, to, so to see it rear its head again in Borderlands 3 is really frustrating for me, and I'm going to give you some examples, Okay. And this might help you. 
whenever you're leaving Pandora, the main mission is a level 7 mission. But when you get in the very next area, which is called... I won't tell you the name of it so that you don't want that to be spoiled. You know that you're going to be leaving Pandora and going somewhere else. That was in all the trailers, okay? Whenever you leave Pandora, the very first main mission you get in the next area is a level 12. So when you're leaving Pandora, everything's level 7. All the loot's level 6 and 7 because the main mission's level 7. And then you get into the next area and it's level 12. Well, most people are leaving Pandora around 9, 10. If they're really exhaustive, maybe even closer to 11, like if you were doing all the side missions. So then you're overleveled for everything you're doing at the end of Pandora. My wife and I were frustrated by this because we're just getting fed level 6 and 7 gear as we should be gearing up for the next area. You're also fighting bosses and mini bosses and badasses that should be dropping really dope stuff and they're not because by default when something is three or four levels behind you, it's not worth using unless it's a legendary, but there's that's not really happening, okay? That is an enormous pacing mistake. Another example of bad, how bad the pacing is. I went into an area, there's a boss called Killavolt, and everyone's like, he's really hard. Wait until you're a little bit stronger to go fight him. I'm like, okay, cool. I go in there at level 17, and the area is just preset to 13. Every enemy is 13 and 14. There are three yellow exclamation points in the area side missions all at level 13 and 14 and I'm like these are not worth my time and I know this is what people are going to push back and say and I think this is a terrible way to look at the game oh that stuff all scales to you when you play through the game the second time okay I'm not worried about that when it's my first time playing through the game if it's my first time playing through the game then I want stuff at my level if I'm going to take the time to grab a side quest clear the map fight everything stuff should be dropping at my level and we were kind of promised this when they said that with the co-op level instancing and level scaling loot will drop at your level they literally said okay if we go in and i'm a 20 and you're a 10 loot's gonna drop for me at 20 and loot's gonna drop for you at 10 and the enemies will be accordingly challenging for us so i'm not one-shotting everything but i'm also not raising how difficult it is for you that was what was promised in a previous reveal and yet playing through with my wife and playing through the game by myself i am getting i would say more loot 70 percent of the loot i'm getting is behind me okay you're, you're either going to do side missions and you're going to pass the level of the main missions or if you stick close to the main mission level and then only use side missions every once in a while to level up, either way you are you are peppering and lacing my early game experience in Borderlands with a bunch of futility missions that mean nothing to me, the loot means nothing, the enemies aren't hard, or you just play areas and you're under leveled and that's really frustrating too. I think the, the reason I really want to highlight this is because I'm saying this after everything I just said. The combat's better. The abilities, the guns, everything is so awesome. And I'm constantly going to a vendor to just dump a bunch of loot into the vending machine that was that dropped on the ground beneath my level. Here's a tip to make your experience a little bit better in your first playthrough so this doesn't frustrate you too much. Number one, I would always check the main mission because the best loot seems to drop from the main missions because the main missions take you into boss fights. So I would highly recommend every time the main mission is at your level, just do it. Ignore the side missions. You can do those in your second playthrough. Anytime you fall under the main mission, level you can use the side missions to level up the other thing you can do is if you're like me and you're heading to the second area after leaving Pandora and you have a bunch of level 6 and 7 stuff that isn't going to help you fight level 10 11 and 12 enemies because that's almost half their level level 6 and 7 stuff 
the gun station in Sanctuary, the ship, the gun station that Marcus has is always scaled to your level, which is kind of lame to be looting up at a vendor, but at least that can be a nice backstop of protection. If you're getting if you're getting really screwed on drops, you can go to Sanctuary, go to Marcus's store, and those are at least like leveling to your level. The instance loot and the scaling is completely jacked up. When I killed Killavolt, he scaled to me at 18 and he dropped level 12 and 13 stuff on the ground and from his red chest. I'm telling you, it's not working right. It seems to be very inconsistent. There are going to be people that comment on this video and say, that's not been my experience. Everything's been dropping at my level. I've had a great experience. There, there has been plenty of people remarking all across the spectrum. Either everything's too high, too low, or oh, everything's perfect. I happen to think that everything's not dropping at your level. I don't think people are paying attention, and I think the scaling is, is messed up across the board, but actually one of my mods who has been paying attention he said when he went and fought Killavolt everything was scaled to his level and he was playing co-op so there could be something to do with this with like maybe only co-op it only works in co-op but when I've been playing with my wife since we've been playing since the very very beginning no scaling's applying we're just interacting with the areas and the, and the missions and stuff at the level that they're preset so that's my that's my feedback on the gameplay it's like 9 out of 10 but that one missing point out of 10 is is really hurting the early game grind and I know people might shrug that off like it's not a big deal it is a big deal this is a glaring problem in Borderlands 1 2 in the pre-sequel if you do side quests or actually play the game exhaustively you end up over leveled and most of the loot you get is worthless to you if everything's dropping in my level I'm still gonna get rid of a bunch of loot greens grays like even blues you'd be like oh it's not good enough oh I don't like that style but I'm not even selling stuff because of that I'm selling stuff because it's under leveled every boss I kill ooh a loot explosion and in my mind I know all that stuff's under my level I'm not it's not even exciting I'm just picking it up and it's a glorified coin that I go shove into a vending machine for money so it's a huge problem in my opinion and it hurts all those other value points all those other good things about Borderlands 3 I believe are harmed by the bad early game pacing and loot scaling. Let's talk about the graphics. I think the game, the guns, the characters, and the new environments all look really, really good. They did an excellent job contextualizing and bringing Borderlands 3 and the Borderlands franchise into the future. I think it looks looks amazing, and when it performs as it's supposed to, it looks and runs really, really smooth. However, performance issues need addressed immediately. There should be an optimization patch as soon as Gearbox can put it out. This game is running inconsistent all over the place. People are running into frame issues on Xbox One X's, PS4's, PS4 Pro's, original Xbox One's, and PC. It's all across the board. My wife and I have had zero issues on our gaming rigs that we've been playing on, but they're really, really strong. And even I was in an area last night that was struggling to give me 60 FPS. I, I lock in almost 100 to 120 everywhere I go in Destiny at Ultra, everywhere I go in this game at Ultra, 100 to 120, and I went into an area the other night and it was struggling to hit 60. There is some draw distance and some optimization issues, and frame rate especially seems to be a significant problem on consoles, which I would argue is inexcusable given that this, this game... <laughs> This game has been out and has run on these consoles for a really long time, okay? Now, I will say this. I think some of the people taking issue with frame issues are have gotten used to playing games like Fortnite and other games that crank out frame rates higher than 30. And I think now that people are playing a game that can lock in 30 on the... If you actually... Digital Foundry says to play 
in the resolution preference mode because on console because that locks in the 30 fps and it seems more consistent they said when you tried to boost the, the uh, boost the frame rate by lowering the resolution on console that they got inconsistent frame rate performance and the dips were no more noticeable so take that for what it's worth i played on xbox one x for an afternoon and thought it ran fine but i didn't play co-op and i didn't get into open areas apparently co-op is really bad anytime somebody pulls up the ui to go into their menu it makes the other person's screen freeze that exp- we experienced that in borderlands 2 my wife and i if she would go to the store to like buy ammo and sit there and click 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 on the ammo it would cause me to drop like little like stutter frames but that wasn't as big of a deal like how often are you going to a gun station and buying ammo while somebody's running around me going into my menu to check my guns well I'm doing that all the time and every time you pull up the menu it causes like a little like hitch and a little snag and a little freeze so they need to optimize the UI the frame rate and the and the maybe even the render and the draw distances to really tone down the frame issues on console because it is a significant amount of complaints about that and it's super unfortunate to wait seven years for this game and have it land in a seemingly very very poorly optimized way um, that's really hindering people's experiences lastly let's talk about replayability Um, on the subject of graphics if they can get it to work really really well I think the game is beautiful but they've really got to optimize it it's not that the graphics are bad it's that they're not running well Uh, replayability the character variety and individual build differences has me very excited very excited the four different classes all the different trees all the different augmentations and options there's a lot of different ways to play this game just within the characters alone then you start looking at the weapons and the weapon types and the fact that they made the pivot on radiation to not be a debuff like slag and I believe there's a lot of good weapon diversity every time I try out a new weapon I like it there's a lot of differences in the way that the weapons engage in combat so that you're not doing all the same stuff you did in BL2. You're doing a lot of new things and adding a lot of things to your little, you know, your little ammo box, your little weapon box. And I think that's very, very exciting. However, the early game grind that's so frustrating and, and in my mind so futile because you're just constantly getting stuff that you can't use, like low-level stuff. Um, that early game grind is in my mind it's looming over my extra playthroughs like a giant shadow do I really want to you know do an extra character Amara or Moe's if I know my entire first playthrough is basically a just go through the motions because most of the loot's not at your level it wasn't scaled or paced properly and this is where the frustration I think gets even higher especially with respect to replayability there is, an, there is something you can turn on called mayhem mode once you're in the second play through and once you get to sanctuary you can turn on mayhem mode mayhem scales everything to you so guns and enemies are always at your level i really really think gearbox needs to consider letting us turn that on in our first playthrough or subsequent playthroughs of extra characters from the very beginning let me turn that on from the beginning if that's the experience i want to have so every time i pick up a side quest every enemy i kill everything i do is at my level so that it feels like it's worth my time then let me do that if you want to have all the individual missions all the all the individual missions and side missions if their xp payout is set and can't be can't be increased because i'm a higher level that's fine but the enemies that spawn from those missions and the loot that drops should be at my level period if i'm grabbing a side quest if i'm doing a main quest then the enemies 
and the guns should be at my level. If you want to have XP in the background sort of like tweaked to be properly paced so I don't hit max level by like the middle of the game and then that's not how you want the game to go, that's totally fine. But I do think the loot not dropping at your level really in many respects ruins those early gameplay sessions and it really makes me not want to make extra characters which is unbelievable to even say that about Borderlands 3 you should be dying to start a new character and jumping back in to try out all the different builds but when you're being fed a bunch of loot that is under leveled and not even usable it it kills the charming nature of Borderlands is that when you kill a badass or a boss or a mob there's a bunch of stuff on the ground that you comb over and you check to see if it's worth using and when you know without even checking the stuff on the ground that it's worthless to you because it's three or four levels beneath you it murders the charm and the loot incentivization that makes this game so great in the late play sessions i'm hoping for updates really really hoping for updates because the game feels heavily slanted heavily slanted to the people that are going to grind and just blaze through their first playthrough and just grind those late game grinds i think beating the front half of the game would be really really well worth it especially if you're wanting to get new fans of the franchise or people like me that are just interested in having a good first playthrough and not even that if i'm doing extra characters i want those early playthroughs to feel fun and fresh again because it's always cool to start getting those greens and those blues again and feeling that sense of excitement about the stuff that's dropping on the ground a lot of that excitement and that appeal and that allure is just not there and i'm i'm disappointed in that and the lack of optimization overall i am loving the game i'm loving borderlands i wonder how much of my bias is shading my review though i really do because they've got so much right but the things they got wrong seem to really be hurting the experience of the player. As always, we're going to go to question and answer next. I think I saw enough questions being submitted. We will do a Q&A next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. And please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that follow my first impressions of Borderlands 3. If you're listening to this or watching this in all the other locations, you can always come in live. There's a link below. Uh, if I'm not live on Twitch, I am taking a trip. I'll be gone for just a couple days. But you can always follow the channel so you don't miss out on these streams, playing a lot of Borderlands, also playing with my wife. Those have been really fun. If you haven't caught those, those are in the evenings. So we want to work through the questions as fast as we can here because I am wanting to play. My review was kind of up and down. It was mostly good, but there are some things I think holding the game back. So Melmsy, is this game as laggy as the, all of Reddit is complaining about? Your gameplay looked fine, but it didn't have a bunch of stutters that we couldn't feel because we're not the ones playing. Uh, the stutters and the snags are far more prevalent on console. Uh, they're even more prevalent the lower you go. So regular PS4s and Xboxes, Xbox Ones, are experiencing the most of the stutter and the snags. However, uh, Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro also experience those snags and stutters. They're especially uh, bad when you're playing split screen. Um, I actually fault the UI. I think the UI has got too much flourishes going on. It's got like this like like animation in the background. If I was Gearbox, I would go in right now and delete that background animation on the UI. Get it out of there. It's pretty and it's cool, but it's killing your UI's speed and it's murdering frame rate when people play split screen, which is one of the hallmarks of B- Borderlands is couch co-op on a on a console and you've you've really really harmed that experience i don't know how i got out of playtesting to be honest i i i really I, to be fair i love gearbox and i love borderlands but there's no excuse for how bad this is running on console split screen it shouldn't happen i saw ign tweet a video and i'm like what the actual frick no one caught that in testing that that animation in the ui is so like 
it's it's so bad for the experience and it's slow and laggy even when you're playing by yourself they need to clean the whole ui experience up get all the pretty out and just make it run well because 90 percent of the time i'm running around shooting anyway don't make it where i have to like go into my inventory and feel like the game is like bad this is not a good look uh, so PC is having issues, but it's having less issues than console. It's less noticeable. Uh, you know, Paul Tassi played on a three-year-old PC, and he said it ran mostly fine, and he didn't expect it to run incredibly well. But there are areas that are poorly optimized. I get like a rock-solid hundred to hundred and twenty, and I've turned off the fog setting and the you know the ambient occlusion. I've, I've turned off those two things that really hurt uh, frames, and I went into the area where um, what's his name? is uh, Kilovolt, his like that city area that leads up to him and I mean I, I was I was I was barely holding 60 frames per second, that's crazy my, my gaming rig is a monster it's holding 100 to 120 at ultra and it cut my frames in half to be in that city in certain spots if that's happening on mine, I can't imagine being on console, you'd go up on that city top where I was and it probably, <laughs> I, I feel like it might crash the game I feel like it might crash. I don't know. It's just, they've got to optimize some of these areas. They have to figure out what is draining, what is so draining to frame rate. I don't know if it's the textures or what. Um, Here's my concern about what happened. And I'm really, really worried. I have a lingering concern and worry that they've really baked some of this stuff into the game. Okay. I'm worried they were, they, they really wanted to push against the Borderlands doesn't look good people and they really tried to increase res and texture and shading and shadows and all this stuff to make the game look more modern and more relevant and I'm one I'm really worried if in the process they murdered optimization to look pretty and I hope it can be rectified but if they spent the last I don't know how many years of development four or five years creating foundational you know graphical standards to make it look pretty and they sacrificed optimization to get that it's going to be really hard to unknit that sweater um so i hope they can push something out and figure out what's causing it because again somebody said they were resetting their playstation and it was fixing a lot of it which sounds like a memory leak to me or people are saying the social um the stuff in the background, the social stuff's causing a problem. There could be background authentication going on because maybe they're wanting to push out crossplay eventually, and maybe it's interacting with like the background Epic Friend Store synchronization, and that's causing issues. That the, Division One had friend list synchronization stuff running in the background that caused crazy frame issues. So there could be stuff. Uh, there could be stuff like that. Uh, there could 100 percent be something like got going on in the background. Uh, Mr. Chucko, I never played BL1 or 2. Does BL3 follow the previous game stories? It does. It's a continuation of the story. You don't need to play the previous ones. I don't think they, they I don't think they've aged as well. I think if you play five minutes of this game, you're gonna have a really, really hard time going back to BL1 and BL2. Um, so BL1 is great, but it's super rigid. The gunplay feels really bad. It doesn't, it has, the gunplay in BL1 has not aged well. The gunplay in BL2 is better, it's far more tolerable, but man oh man, they, holy moly, they really brought BL3 up a notch. It feels really good. Dan Papa, 
Wondering how many problems you've had with graphics and frame rate. How many of the performance issues have you had? I, I already answered this in the previous question. You got my kind of testimony about we've had a few issues. Um, I had a whole, I had a complete freeze frame skip when I hijacked a car. It just skipped the animation. My game was like, eh, it like hung, and then all of a sudden I was in the car. It's almost like the the hijacking is like a quick time cutscene kind of like it's a quasi cutscene and like the game went to call that cutscene and it was or call that animation and it was like oh uh, can't find it uh you're in the car now <laughs> you're you're just in the car it was really weird um that's what it felt like it literally felt like the game said f- you know feed me animation hijack for flack on such and such vehicle and it couldn't grab the animation fast enough and it's so it, it the whole game froze and then all of a sudden I was in the car that's not a huge deal but hijacking vehicles is pretty fun Hawk and rain do the skills that you unlock apply when in other skill trees yes yeah you can have multiple skills drilled down in and a really really good PSA public service announcement is that when you get a class mod if the class mod is going to add let's say one point to one of your blue abilities and you haven't spent any points in your blue tree that blue ability still works that is different than Borderlands 2 I know you're going to go to my comments and be like that's not how it works that is how it works and I tested it I was playing as Flak. I was built into the orange skill tree. I got a class mod that gave me benefits in the green skill tree, and I tested it. No points spent in the green skill tree, and the little icons were showing up on the bottom of my screen. I was getting the actual perks to proc without spending any points in those slots. I think the reason they did that is it allows you to get credit for those immediately. Anytime you find a class mod and you like it or want to experiment, you can do it without respecking. It's a really really good uh it's a really really good um system your test shows otherwise you got to be careful some perks don't proc an icon on the screen you got to find those kill skills that put an icon on the bottom of the screen because there was two or three abilities with flak that were blue that they don't show up on the screen it just gives you like increased resilience or like you share damage between the two of you as soon as i went to kill skill abilities that the icon actually shows up on the screen it was working 100 percent so if it's a glitch and they patch it that's going to be a bummer because i actually think it's a good change because it allows you to use class mods immediately and because sometimes you get early game class mods and it'll be like a class that's like way down the bottom of some of one of the skill trees and you're like i'm never gonna i'm never gonna build that far down in and still be using this really old class mod like i'm not gonna do that so there were nonsensical class mods in borderlands 2 you'd get a class mod really early in the game and it would it would assign a point to a skill like all the way near the bottom of a skill tree so Trippin' Monkey. I'm new to Borderlands. I have to go, uh, I've had to go to the internet for a number of things, such as how damage types impact certain health bars. Do you think Borderlands 3 suffers like combos in Anthem, with the assumption the player is smarter than they really are? Yep, I know that's a dig on myself. That's not a dig on yourself. I didn't even consider that. They don't teach you that, do they? Is it in the, is it in the UI? Does it say that corrosive is good against the yellow, like the armor, and that... Um, electricity is good against shields. Is that is that like in the guns UI? I don't think it is. In BL2, Marcus teaches you all that. Like you go and you shoot some enemies with them. Um, all right, see a cat. Every gun text, if you inspect it, tells you. I think it's in the guns themselves. Um, 
So, Roland, being a D2 main that has never played Borderlands, would Borderlands 3 be a good game for me, or should I start on an older one first? I don't think now's the time to go back and do BL1 and BL2. If a couple months ago I told people, yeah, why not? It's super cheap. Get them, try them out. They're really fun. Get a feel for the game. I don't think they're worth going back to now. Um, it says it on, on the guns, or some at least, it does tell you. So it seems like the gun, for an example, fire weapon say highly effective versus flesh. Okay. Gun tech specifies element impact. Shot, good versus shield armor okay so the gun's giving you the information about the elements you're just not reading which i don't hold that against you i do the same thing so uh incoming emote lono blind i i I do not i'll have text right in front of my freaking face and i will look right past it um so i think I, i think jumping in with borderlands 3 is fine however i'm not telling you to buy borderlands 3 my first impressions are very strong and very good but there's a handful of things that could really make your experience unfun um, you might want to wait and see if some patch notes come out, you know, some optimization comes out. Uh, a lot of people can overlook the scaling issues that I complain about. And I'm, and I'm certain people will take advantage of the fact that I'm being critical of the game. Um, that's fine. You know, if to, 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 to remain at a constant level of glib positivity, I don't think is valuable to the consumer other than just being entertaining. That's fine. If you want to watch streams where everybody's happy and everybody's laughing and never getting critical, that's fine. That's understandable. Like, having streams that are just primarily about playing a game and laughing, that's a form of entertainment. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't do that. I, I get down into the to the layers and the value points of a game, and I truly try to analyze them and say the good and the bad. I believe I've been nothing but fair to Borderlands 3, and I believe that right now, it's difficult for me to say to somebody who is not a fan of the franchise that they should buy BL3. It's very difficult for me to say that, because a lot of what I'm praising... I'm feeling as a fan of the franchise, like my sense of how far the game has progressed is I'm I'm more in tune with that because I played BL1, BL2 and the pre-sequel. And because I played all those, a lot of the highlights and a lot of things I highlight, most people be like, it it better have good, good loot and good things and good shooting. Um, So, um, so, Apparently, Activision Blizzard has been utilizing Twitch's embedded advertising service for most of the OWL playoffs, EA's Apex Legends Invitational event. It was autoplay on the Vox media sites this weekend. Oh, I mean, dude, Slasher's been calling them out for viewbotting for a long time for their tournaments, and that's basically glorified viewbotting. I mean, you're just embedding on sites where nobody's actually watching. It's a good form of advertising for the tournaments, but, like, it just juices the numbers on Twitch, which is, I mean... It doesn't really matter for a tournament, but that's why people are viewbotting on other sites now. They just embed their channels. Hazard paused. Does BL3 being on the Epic Game Store and Epic Game Store lacking a lot of features compared to its competitors affect the way that you perceive the game? No, I've had zero issues with the Epic Store and the way the game plays. KJ the Knight. In your opinion, is BL3 a good purchase or would it be better to wait a few months? I just answered this with the previous question about should, should you or should you not purchase? Obviously, I'm very, I'm even more hesitant because I can make money on you pre or on you buying the game. I have a supporter creator code. I have a referral link in chat. Like, I'm really hesitant to be like, yeah, buy, because I can make money off of that. I, when, when I was recommending Control 
the game the new game control when I was recommending that game to people I was like if you're gonna use my code and you're gonna buy it off of my recommendation I would feel better if you check Metacritic or some other review sites um cause I don't feel good making money off of my, me recommending the product unless I truly believe in it it's a little bit different like with like Neo bars or like headphones and stuff with video games it's I just think it's a different it's a different commitment that you're committing to when you buy off my recommendation so J. Christ. I agree that loot should be dropping at your level or one higher. How would you keep others from abusing that or just not uh, not mediate a way around if you two people would do? It's real simple. It's really, really simple. Like, loot dropping at your level doesn't break the game. It doesn't. If I'm... let's Okay, right now, my flak is 20. Okay? And if I grab some side quest and I forgot to do it, and it's a level 11, okay? That mission scaling to 20 doesn't break anything unless the XP payout is disproportionately high in relation to the demand of the actual mission, okay? Does that make sense? So, like, if I go and kill some guy, and I was supposed to go kill that guy at level 13, and now I'm level 20, you scale him and his loot and the loot of the area to my level. It doesn't break anything. It doesn't. And the only potential problem is XP scaling because you could basically sandbag a bunch of a bunch of like side missions, hold on to them, and then when you're 25, go do a bunch of easier missions and get a bunch of XP that would like break maybe the speed with which you level. So, all they would have to do is say XP on every mission is static and unmoving. If you grab a level 13 side mission, the XP payout is static and unmoving no matter when you do it. But the enemy in the loot scales to where you are. I mean, I, I just, I don't know why, I, I don't know why that, that they can't do that. I, I don't want to overstate it and get too frustrated and to get too negative, but it's like, you guys literally have mayhem mode. It scales the enemies in the loot to my level. So you already coded this into the game. It already exists. Right? I, I just, well... A spare, I guess. The reason that you don't want the leveling to get completely screwed and abused is that it's not basically a single-player game. That is a, a very inaccurate summary of Borderlands. It is a co-op game through and through. It is built for co-op. And level pacing, if, if I'm hitting level 50 and I'm only halfway through the game, that's just not how the game's natural pacing's been designed. You don't want people to be able to bypass that, okay? Having XP payout be set in a way that is uh, there's a natural trajectory so they're like well most people are going to get to the final boss and they'll be on a spectrum of level like you know 40 to 47 or something and then that's good and then you just have the enemies all scaling to you listen I don't know about you but I don't check the XP payout on anything I'm looking at the loot and I'm probably in really good company here when I complete a mission when loot explodes on the ground or I open a chest I'm looking at the loot. I'm not like, how much XP did I get? Did anybody see that? Get out your calculators. Like, I don't know who's doing that. Like, it's it's all about the loot. So if the if the XP is static, 
it doesn't matter when you do the mission. If you grab a side quest at, t- at level 10 and then you do it at level 25, XP is static. You're like, well, I'm not getting much XP from this, but who the frick cares? At least the guns and the enemies will be at my level, so it feels relevant to my experience and the loot that drops is worth checking. Duplis. Have you run into an issue on PC when using a controller skill tree glitches and it keeps pulling you back to the cursor? I didn't even talk about this in my first impressions and I should have. The... I don't, I don't know how this is even possible. I, I don't know how this is even possible. But Borderlands on PC using a controller is like a nightmare in some of the menus. I, I, don't under, I don't understand it. I have literally played indie titles built by two people and their UI works perfectly with my controller. I have never played a AAA game that my controller doesn't interact with your UI or glitches out. I've never had that experience in all my years of gaming. This is the first time I have ever bought a AAA title and I can't navigate your UI. I'm hitting down and it's resetting. I'm trying to look at a mission I'm reading and it's resetting and jumping back up. I, I don't I don't understand. How is that po- how is that possible? That's that's like the bottom rung of the experience of the player is na- navigating menus. I can understand a big, huge open world. I get stuck in a box or fall through the floor or weird things like that happen. Weird physics like cause a guy to like fly up in the air. I saw a video of that. Okay. I get that. I get that. But when I can't even navigate your UI consistently, it just really starts to make me scratch my head. I'm like, what the... What the heck is going on here? I, I, don't, I don't understand. I think maybe my bias made me omit that from the, the first impressions review because I don't like getting negative about a game that I love. I'm like torn. I feel like I'm being really hard on, a, on an employee that I, that I, I, I love and want to see succeed. <laughs> I just, yeah, apparently people are in chat saying it happens on console too. I just, it, it bums me out, man. It, it, it I, it's like we shouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> it's like we shouldn't... I shouldn't even be having to have this conversation and talk about these things. We should be talking about, you know, far less frequent issues or things that we'd like to see adjusted and tweaked to make the game perfect instead of, like, I can't even navigate the dadgum menus. Uh, Nova Hands. Hey, Lono, most of my friends are not playing BL3. I'd love to try it, so I'm wondering, how important do you feel co-op to the overall experience? Would I be missing out? I think that they have built... Um... They have built this game very well to scale to solo play because there is um, there is really, really good tanky and survival builds for pretty much every class. Um, you can play solo, I believe, on everybody. I think that Zane is really good because he's got the guy, he, he's got the, the decoy and he can swap places with him and that's really helpful. Uh, and I know Amara has really good tanky, aggressive builds for solo play. Um, so solo solo play is I think always a very good thing that Gearbox does with all their games BL1, 2, and, and, and pre-sequel they build everybody to be to be like solo capable you're going to run into problems though if you want to run like the real aggressive style builds that's when you can become a little bit of a glass cannon so it's really easy for you to go down because you're really banking on being strong you're not really being tank or health health oriented um that that can be that can be tough by yourself. Eknor. 
I tried Borderlands 2 after the announcement, uh, but the gunplay and the shakiness while moving and shooting felt annoying. How's the improvements in regard? Talked about it a lot. I think the gunplay is significantly better. I mean, significantly better. Ash and Hallow. I really want to play this, but my friends are waiting until Steam release. If I buy it for the Epic Store now, will I need to rebuy? Yeah. Yeah, you can't find a good answer. Yeah, you can't buy something in the Epic Store and then own it in the Steam Store. That's not a thing. I mean, I don't know if you can go to the Epic Store or the Steam Store and be like, I already own this and like pointed at an install file. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's possible. I don't think it is. Uh, scary, a scary kid. How do you feel about the new item score? I found that a lot of the time it doesn't actually reflect DPS very well, and I have to look at comparing items with a lower score. It feels like it's just something is purple or orange and automatically gets a boost on the score. Um, I think does he mean can he play with his Steam friends? The exact question was, well, I need to rebuy Steam's version. So, I, I, I don't think that's what he was asking. Um, yeah, the I, I ignore the item score, to be honest. I, I, know what, I know what stats I like on certain guns. I know what stats to compare when I'm comparing, like, a shotgun, uh, a sniper, a rifle, a hand cannon, whatever. I know what stats to compare to influence my decision. That little, that little gear score number doesn't, do, doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, that's not really... Uh, that's not a factor for my experience. Um, it might be a factor in the late game, maybe more. Uh, nostalgia. Without going into spoiler territory, what are your thoughts on the new characters so far? I think the main villains are not that great. I like the guy from Malawan more. Uh, I think he's cooler, but he's also really channeling Handsome Jack a lot of times, so... (laughs) I just don't find the, the twins that interesting... And maybe that's on purpose. I'm legit annoyed by them. Every time they talk, I want them to shut up. And maybe that's on purpose. Maybe that's a subversive way for me to hate the bad guys. Um, which, if that was their goal, then they've succeeded. Because I can't stand listening to them. Uh, Jprend. This would be my first Borderlands if I buy it. Give a quick summary of what Borderlands actually is. It's an RPG looter shooter. Uh, it's got four, four characters. Each character has three different skill trees. Uh, and even within those three different skill trees, there's a combination of builds. It's like Diablo with guns. All the guns have a level and they've got perks and stats. So it's a loot based game with shooting and skills and like, it, you know, kind of like action game influences now too. with a lot of things you can do in vehicles. Uh, if you like chasing loot, this is the king of looter shooters. Leaner. Where do you sit on the issue of perfect uh, of perfect it's more borderlands or i wish it more evolved uh i know personally if they added destiny style raids in the form of vaults for the end game that one inclusion would have been a compromise enough for me what do you think it needs to stay in its lane um it needs to stay in its lane so i i never want a developer trying to make their game be something else because that leads to bad games i think if you look at the super, super long article that outlines how many times Anthem went through iteration and genre changes and how much that really damaged the identity of Anthem, I I think that's kind of a picture into, I think, what would happen to a game like Borderlands if they're like, we need to start designing raids like Destiny. I think Borderlands had raid bosses in Borderlands 2, and I think they were sufficient and they were contextual to the identity and genre of Borderlands. And I don't want them to leave that. Um, Because, listen, if that's what it takes for you to care about Borderlands, I'm worried you're not even going to like the game that much. 
because that's not a lot of content like the bulk of your experience in borderlands would not be that so and we've got proving grounds in guardian rank which we haven't even really gotten to fully review yet so i I, I don't I don't want a game to lean into other other identities. Taking ideas from Diablo is probably a better move. So Mac twenty ninety nine. Do you think some of the weapon scopes should highlight enemies like Destiny? Uh, with all the explosions and stuff going on, it's impossible to see enemies sometimes. Uh, I would say deal with it. It's a game centered around mayhem. So no, I don't I don't think they need to hold your hand in that regard. Like I'm gonna talk in Borderlands speak and just tell you to suck it up, cupcake. Uh, Evil the Waffler. In your talk, you said you might not want to do a second character personally. Uh, I have more than one character going at a time due to playing with more than one person on different parts of the story. I passed my loot down to my characters and avoided the problem you have with early game. Would you do this to solve your issue issue, or do you think this is bad to do? Somebody recommended me to this la- last night and I was like, that's not a solution. Right? That's not a solution. My main class in D2, way of a thousand cuts, Hunter, Ophidia Space. It's a sexy, fun build. Um, I, yeah, I just don't, that's not a solution. You're basically saying, well, the game's not going to give me any good loot. I'll just save my good loot for my other, my other playthroughs. (laughs) That's not, that, that's not a, that's like saying the beer here sucks. I'm going to bring my own. Well, why am I going to that bar then? Like, what? Like, no. <laughs> Deliver loot to me at my at my level so I feel like every time I kill something or every time something drops on the ground, it's interesting and the dopamine hits. Instead of feeling like I'm going through the motions, kill a boss, woo, loot's everywhere. Well, it's all 17 and I'm 21, so who the frick cares? Oh, don't worry, I'm 21. Let me go to the... Go to the sanctuary locker and pull out my 21 weapon from another playthrough. Yuck. That's a punt. Right. That's a punt. You're punting. It's like... Ah. The only reason I would encourage people to do what you're saying. Thank you, kill you, for 20 months. The only reason I think I would encourage people to do what you're saying, evil, is because at the very least, they could then speedily go through their first playthrough and get to the meat of the game, which is the second playthrough but here's the real real dilemma that nobody's talking about (laughs) acting like the end game is all that matters okay once you get a bunch of great guns then how much how many other guns can you really get now I know there's different builds but I'm just thinking like if I get a max level character and I'm grinding for a bunch of god rolls a bunch of awesome legendaries I can still pass those to my other character. So, like, the real endgame sure is that grind, and I'm sure, like, Maya... I'm sorry, Amara's gonna run, like, more SMGs and shotguns for some of her builds, and then, like, Flat could be running more, like, rifles and snipers for some of his builds centered around crits. So, you can definitely have different weapons across the board, but man, oh man, robbing those early playthroughs of life by leaving yourself loot breadcrumbed along because the game's not giving you good loot is just such a band-aid I just that's not a fix it's a band-aid for a second playthrough well no what they're saying is is like Zach when you're 15 and you've got some good guns at 15 and you're getting ready to replace them instead of selling them throw that in your vault 
and do that every couple levels. So every couple levels on your extra extra characters, you have stuff wait. Oh, I see what you're saying. Second playthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. It does. Uh, Dub Hicks with two months. Welcome back. Dan Slam. What's the end game loop look like? Challenges? They've got the Guardian rank and then the Proving Grounds. I've not done it yet. Alex Mike, what's your favorite gun manufacturer and what are your thoughts on the new feature that manufacturers gift you new guns for manufacturer loyalty? I actually really like that. I don't think it's in your face enough. I think they need to put that in your face more because I love that in BL1 where the more you used a weapon type, your proficiency would go up with that weapon. So like if you're using a bunch of doll weapons, you're going to raise your, um, you know, your manufacturer is going to gift you guns like that. Uh, I, I think that's really, really cool. Uh, don't you guys have canvas bags? Says <laughs> on top of optimization issues, there are game breaking bugs like negative guardian ranks and losing saves and progress. Really wish Q and A would have tested more. I really wish you would have actually asked a question. Uh, Mac twenty ninety nine from a game uh, for a game about billions of guns. Why in the world is it starting? Uh, is the starting backpack so small? Every game's like this, dude. Every um, every every loot based game is like that. So you always start out and like have to like upgrade your carrying you know slots side note why in the frick do skins not auto unlock when you pick them up because they want you to know that you got them it's like you go in and beer and you hit the button the Vreek says uh what weapon manufacturers have stood out so far and which ones if any haven't been as good as you expected um I actually like all of them they're all really unique I don't have a favorite yet I don't have a favorite I think the smart the smart pistols are really, really cool. Or so I'm sorry, smart bullets are really, really cool. I don't really have a favorite yet. I like them all. There's a lot of variety. Uh, Lord Atlantis of Idaho. I noticed my first playthrough that if I do everything, you end up greatly overleveled. Yep, that's true. Uh, it seems like they attempted to mitigate this because some areas scale up while some don't. I ended up saying screw it and rocketing through the story. Do you think that the normal mode scaling is something that could be looked into? You missed it. Yeah, this is one of my major points of criticism. One of my major points of criticism is the scaling and the loot scaling is so is so bad it's so bad in your first playthrough that you're almost motivated to not care about anything and just push through and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's good it makes me not want to make extra characters because I know that first playthrough is not good so I just hopped in yeah no worries no worries I know you just got here Ashton Hollow sorry phrase my question will the ES and stream players and steam players be in separate pools yeah we don't know the answer to that yet Ashton Hollow we don't know if there's any cross play at all between consoles or those platforms uh, I'm your media. Have you experienced any audio issues? Muted sound, silent dialogue. Once I hit a specific zone, I almost couldn't hear anything. I've not had that happen, no. On the Xbox, I had something weird with the lighting, but I didn't, hear, I didn't have any audio issues. I didn't have any audio issues. So, that's plenty of questions for a Borderlands 3 Q&A. I want to jump into the game and play. Thank you guys for contributing to the conversation. Again, I really hope they can fix some of these issues. I only say these things and highlight these things as a fan of the franchise. I am not ragging on a game. I'm not dogging the game. I absolutely love Borderlands, and my disappointment is driven by my passion and my love, and I really, really hope they can fix some of this stuff because I would love to confidently tell people to buy the game and have a good time. I really would love to do that because I want you to experience what I experienced the first time I played BL1 because it's such a it's such a fun game so as with all of my content you can always catch me live i'm going to keep streaming if you're here live don't go anywhere we're going to keep playing uh and if you're watching or listening to the other locations please like share and subscribe